Gentlemen, boys and girls, coming live from my room in New Jersey, the fifth episode of The Extra Point, brought to you by Bleacher Fan, the number one sports site in the Western Hemisphere, the Eastern Hemisphere, planet Earth, the galaxy, everywhere, baby. We bring you Sully, Tom, Jones, and a special extra guest, Zach. Say what's up, Zach. Oh, my heart. You're you're honoring me. (laughs) We're going to bring you a packed episode, bring you some brackets, a little Browns talk, NFL, Sherman going to the 49ers, everything is fucked up, but Jones, before we get into all that, take it away with a little my bookie read. Yep, so it's that time of year, March Madness, time to do some betting. Uh, we got a partnership over with mybookie.com, or actually mybookie.ag, and if you sign up through our link that we'll put in the in the bio you will get a 100% referral bonus to bet on all these March Madness games that we're about to talk about, give you some winners, give you some bracket busters. Um, but go to bleacherfan.com or hit the link in the bio, go to mybookieag, sign up, put in 100 bucks, they give you 200 You put in 500 bucks, they give you 1000 All to bet on these games with. Um, so take a look at mybookieag. And a little betting guide. We're going to have some... Uh, article up with some bets we're gonna talk some bets on here after you win send us half of whatever you made so we can hit the strip club and double (laughs) up on all our money all right let's kick it off with everything going down in the nfl the browns made a ton of moves they got t-mobile jarvis landry goes from the dolphins to the browns are the browns winning every single game next year yes or no right now no (laughs) no all right that's not what's coming out of Cleveland. All those fans out there are fucking they're, – they're celebrating a Super Bowl. We had to body bag some people on Instagram. Oh, jeez. They're, they they're know, broken they, they don't know what winning's like. Cleveland. They don't yeah, know what broke. winning's like. I feel bad. Neither do you, Sully. Hey. hey yo. <laughs> I got the hey, Miami Heat. We've won three times. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And I got Villanova. All right. Tom, you wrote about it. What do you think about these Browns trades? They did something for once. You know, you expect the Browns to just fuck everything up, like, habitually. It's just what they do. But, I mean, Dorsey went out. He got himself some players. I mean, Landry on that team now, that adds someone alongside Flash over there. They got um, they got him for nothing, too. I mean, a fourth and seventh rounder, that's awesome. You still have both your picks in the top five this year. Still setting yourself up, self up for the future. If they don't take Barkley number one, they're stupid. They're just dumb if they don't take Barkley number one at this point. After getting Tyrod, Tyrod's not the best quarterback. I'm not saying that. He's not your franchise guy. But get through a year with him. Do not waste this number one pick on a quarterback when you have someone who can run your offense for you. I mean, he played pretty decent on the Bills. The Bills are a barely a step up from the Browns. Yeah, they made the playoffs, but, I mean – they're still trash. They're the Bills. Yeah. I think if they don't if they don't take Barkley, then they fuck this whole thing up. But so far, so good. Dealing Dorsey over there, getting shit done. Absolutely yeah, they, agree. Yeah, they right, need to it. take him one. Absolutely. And that's why I don't think they'll take him, because they are still the Cleveland <laughs> Browns. Hey, do they still have their third pick? They got yeah, one in four. four. One in four. One in four. Watch them take Josh Allen. Believe oh me. Oh, my God. They're <laughs> going to take Josh according, Allen. According to Mel Kuyper, that's, uh, that's what they should do. Well, now, they, he's got to release his next one after after these moves. Because this clearly indicates like that they, they're they willing to wait to quarterback at four. Yeah. I don't know if it's going to be Barkley one. I mean, it should be if you're going to not take a QB. But I think clearly Tyrod is a more than serviceable bridge to any any rookie QB that you bring Absolutely. in. Absolutely. Um, and I well, think what, mean, well, what, the, what that also gives them is it, it gives them a year to not only be a bridge, but for this kid to, even if it's not the most talented, maybe they, they are leaning towards a Josh Allen who's got a higher ceiling but needs longer time to develop. So this boss possibly buys them a year, year and a half, two years to keep get this kid ready to be an NFL quarterback and as opposed to you know trying to – draft a guy one to start week one or like a real stopgap who's only going to give you four to six games like a Kessler or a, or a Mike Glennon <laughs> yeah. oh, give him 15 mil to play four games that was funny 
Well, I think that just in the AFC North in general, you know, don't you guys think that that division just kind of declining in general? I mean, the Ravens aren't what they used to be. The Steelers, Big Ben's getting old as hell. Don't tell Tony not, that. Don't, don't tell Tony either. that. <laughs> the but Bengals I have mean, been trash for like two years. I've been on them on their case about it for Sully knows two years the ago. Bengals? After they had yeah. After the they Bengals? had that great year, they went like eleven and five or something like yeah. years ago. I was like the year after, I was like they're gonna be trash. Contenders. Andy Dalton's Andy Dalton. I mean, I think the Bru- the Browns are making the right moves. What's, what they've been doing in the past five, ten years clearly has not been working. I like what they're doing, and I totally agree. If you don't get Saquon Barkley, probably the most talented college football player I've personally ever seen, you know, that's just that, – that, that would be the most Cleveland Brown move ever to not take him. He makes just, Elliott look terrible. I don't know. It worked out in draft seriously. day. They went linebacker one. Yeah. <laughs> and also the Browns got Demarius Randall, who's a really good cornerback. Yeah. So Yeah, that was basically means. nothing. They yeah. Deshaun Kaiser. Deshaun Kaiser, who they didn't even want it. Yeah, their their secondary's their secondary's not bad. Their their why defense did, why did uh why did Green Bay trade for another Brett Hundley? Oh my god. That's a fantastic I don't question. Know. Like are they the same player? Mike McCarthy is a fucking moron. Aaron Rodgers gets surrounded with not one good talent. They they draft like a wide receiver every single fucking year, and then they convert Ty Montgomery to a running back. But they never. Well, they're gonna need to defense. draft a wide receiver this year. They got they're gonna lose Cobb and uh, they ha- they're gonna lose Cobb Nelson. They, God knows what the fuck he is anymore. They locked up and, Adams. And Adams is there long term. They're gonna need to draft at least one wide receiver. I heard they were looking at Sammy Watkins, who I'm not a fan of. Me neither, but Sully, you you know, hate Sammy if Aaron Rodgers can I, turn anyone into a legitimate receiver, it's dude, it's Aaron but Rodgers. But it doesn't matter until they shore up that defense. That defense has been a sieve for the past it five fucking years. fucking sucks. Stinks. Yeah. yeah. So. And it fell apart quick. That was like a dominant defense. And then just like in a year, year and a half, yeah. it just fucking but it was, dropped off of the face of the earth. Jones, I feel like a lot of it had to do with them not having Rodgers, though. I mean, when you don't have someone out there putting up the points – the defense kind of loses the momentum. They're on the field most of the game. You know, the yeah, offense is out there going yeah. three and out exactly. six, That's seven a lot times a game. The Giants this year. Yeah. They, they just had, the defense wasn't that bad. It was just they, they, they were, were on, on the, the field, field the for 45 time. minutes yeah. a game. Absolutely. And even, you know what team this this Packers team reminds me of? The Saints. The Saints had a very good defense with Vilma and all those other guys, and then they fell off the face of the earth. In one year, yeah. well, after the, the whole scandal whatnot, but they went from – one of the best defenses that carried them to the not carried them but helped them in the Super Bowl and picked off Peyton Manning to fucking sucking and then you see the whole resurgence this year, but they drafted, they went young, and that's what Green Bay has to do and what they refuse to do in the drafts of past years. Yeah. You gotta be able to draft and recruit. That's the name of the game. Especially a team like Green Bay who's notoriously quiet in free agency. Yeah, they just they just say, "Oh, we have Aaron Rodgers. Let's just waste him for another yeah. seven years." <laughs> yeah, let's put mediocre players around him for six years. And wait, Aaron Rodgers getting Manning up there too. Age too, guys. Thirty-three. Yeah. Well, it's all right, Melly. Quarterbacks play what elite until 48, 49, right? Yeah, well, that's <laughs> the one and only. Hey, when you're uh, <laughs> when you're sucking the life out of your son. Oh, you. Fuck you. Bro, I'm a Patriots fan. I love Tom, but but we have to call a spade a spade. Yeah, Tom I know you love Tom, there. but Tom seems to love his kid a little bit too much. Tom can do anything, and I would still fucking love him. Tom has seven Horcruxes out there, like Lord Voldemort, and he's gonna live forever, people. That, All right. I, I cannot. Yeah, he could. He could OJ his wife, and I'd still love him probably. <laughs> Whoa. He's he's giving wow. me enough happiness. Where <laughs> but then we don't get to see Giselle on anything. You're right. You're right. You're right. She's like, if you've seen a recent picture of her, she's she's not Giselle anymore. She's, she's slightly overrated. <laughs> she's she's aged. Yeah. I will not. So, I will not ooh. stand by here as we slander the first lady <laughs> of Massachusetts. All right. Uh, jumping into something real quick. So the the Rams acquired both. Talib and they got Marcus Peters. Which one of those corners is gonna make more of an impact next year to their defense? Talib or Peters? Who do you think? Guys, they still have Joiner. That's like, true. I mean, they're gonna like, be they're, their secondary is gonna be insane. Um, the second, Broncos yeah. defense of 2015 when they had uh Talib, Harris, and Roby. And Roby yeah. played Unreal that year. It's gonna be yeah. that 2.0. The Rams are gonna be so good on defense. They got Aaron Donald going up the middle doing what he does. The only really weak spot, they got rid of Ogletree. And I was actually a fan of Ogletree. But, I mean, I say that the, the backers are probably the weak spot of that defense. But 
you're not going to be able to throw the ball against them. You, you just can't. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I assume they'll probably go linebacker or wide receiver in the draft too. Yeah, uh, I mean they do have on. they got Connor Barwin, um, and they got they got Robert Quinn up front also. So they should definitely add a linebacker. But I think I think they're playing a three four, so they need yeah, like they do play a they, they need a, a some outside rushers and linebackers. Yeah, All those think, guys are man guys too. You know what I mean? Like oh, there's yeah. a man up one on one. Safety over the top, and they're going to get after the quarterback, and it's going to be real fun to watch. This yeah. brings them to the next level, too. Like, they needed to do something with the defense to bring it to the next level, and it's only going to help them. They're going to – that NFC West is going to be good between the, the Niners and them. And, I mean, the Seahawks, obviously, now are just going to be they trash. They the Seahawks yeah. are going to be trash, but the Niners the, – I uh, think people are buying into the Niners Rams. way too soon, boys. Way too soon. Well, Dude, now they giving, have reason you're giving, to. You're giving, the, you're giving the NFL a whole offseason to look at Jimmy G's work over, what, five games? I mean, but oh, now, it, now they have a whole offseason to game plan with, under Shanahan, one of the best offensive minds. I mean, obviously, that's a counter argument to it, but we usually see this with quarterbacks. They'll go on this. They'll go on like new quarterbacks that come in. They'll go on to, like a string of games where they do really, really well. And then teams start to pick up on tendencies. Teams start to game plan because they know what you're going to do. I yeah, I'm not. Jim, I, I think we see Jimmy G. Not, I mean, there's only five games. You can't really say he's going to regress, but I don't think he. I think he's going to throw for 22, 23 touchdowns and have about 14, 15 picks. I don't think he's going to have that crazy of a year. I see him like a Kirk Cousins type, to be honest. I see him like 12th best, 12th, 13th best quarterback for the season with with uh, chances to get better as he goes. I think he'll be a little better than that. Maybe 26 touchdowns, 14, 15 picks, but somewhere there. I don't think he's going to like like lead them like he did this year i mean you look at his numbers this year he's only seven touchdowns five picks those aren't elite numbers but they just won um, and he came back in the fourth week. quarter a lot of those games yeah um aside they also won one, game, one game 15 to 9 the guy fucking robbie gold kicked five field goals <laughs> yeah. well the biggest game that they had was when they beat jacksonville but that was obviously jacksonville was looking past them it was kind of towards the end of the year but that was a big game where everyone was like holy shit jimmy g uh, when they put up what I don't even know they put up over 30 points against I think 44 that. It was, yeah it was 40 it was 44 it was 44 44 yeah. I mean that that that's that's crazy but I mean that's I, I I consider that as a fluke game all right we went off the rails a little bit but uh the Rams <laughs> over under 11 and a half Jones take it away what do you think under at 11 under I'll 11. go over at 12 because of the defense and to answer your questions we really got derailed as you said I think Peters will be the better player this year because um, he's younger, entering his prime, and Tlaib will only have one or two more elite, elite-esque years before. Tlaib playing for that. I mean, uh, Peters playing for that long-term contract too. Yeah. So I'll take over at twelve. I'm saying over at twelve as well. Melly. I'm saying under. I like the contrarian play on that. Everyone's going to be on the over. All, all the public going to be on the over. I think that Peters, yep, playing for that contract, he's going to want to have a crazy year. Tlaib getting old, but Tlaib still, I could still, I still consider Tlaib a top seven, top eight corner. Um, and I just, I can't believe that, you know, people don't talk about Joyner. He, Joyner is one of the best corners in this league, and he's, what is he, second, third year? So I still take the under, though. I mean, they went 11 and five this year, had a yeah. plus 149 differential. They're gonna have another tough schedule next year, though. They have the right, fifth. Right. They have the fifth toughest schedule of 2018 in strength of schedule. Yep. Does that change that. anyone's minds? Are we sticking with nope. it? I'm I, I'm sticking with it because I think their offense and defense is both so talented. I mean, the, I mean the defense really isn't gonna be on the field much, and it's just gonna be Gurley pounding the rock. So this is kind of just a surplus to their their team. Goff another year of developing. Under, with cup, chemistry with Cup and Woods, and who knows, Watkins is a good third, I guess. Um, I don't know. I think they're one of the most talented teams, honestly. Richard Sherman, we saw him get released after that Achilles injury. Do you nine guys think? Nine and a half. Nine and nine a half. half. All right. Over under nine and a half. Oh, what are we God. taking? Under. I'm, I'm saying under. under under at nine. Yeah. I'm saying. I'm saying under under at nine as well. Under. Tom? I'm in agreement under at nine. So you guys don't think Sherman is going to maybe give them a 10th win? Nothing? 
I've not seen it. Well, I think they need to get seven, eight, nine, and ten before that. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I, I think I'll get a couple for them, but yeah, not four. Well, I mean, Zach. think about is Hyde's injured a lot, right? He's a good back when he's healthy, but Hyde gets injured a lot. I mean, they don't really have an elite wide receiver core. I mean, Garcon's good, but um, they don't really they have any, anything else right. my, uh, besides him. They got him, Goodwin, so. who's good, but Goodwin can't be your one or two, really. Exactly. Garcon's coming off an injury. I had him in fantasy. Fuck you, Pierre. They also got $85 million in cap space. And then, yeah, I'm not really sold on Hyde, honestly. I've never been a big Hyde fan. Matt Breed, I haven't really seen as much as Matthew Berry talks about him every fucking week. Oh, well, my God. Breed it. Barry jerks off to Brita. Like, I'm like, what has he done? What, yeah. what, what the fuck has he done? That he, that this guy talks about him and gets paid probably millions to fucking talk about Matt Brito under four uh, He's like, every week, every week, he's like, oh, he's at top top of my waiver wire. I'm like, motherfucker, there's still a, there's a reason he's <laughs> still on the waiver wire. <laughs> Eight straight weeks. That ass. But right. Yeah, I mean, Sherman's going to help them, but I think, as, as Zach was saying before, there's still a little... A little a year away or so from becoming real good. They also have a lot of young talent on that defense. They got Ruben Foster and a lot DeForest of other. Buckner. DeForest Buckner. A lot of first round picks that they're really developing. So Solomon That's what they Thomas. Bro, Ruben Foster's daughter is like two years away from college. <laughs> not even kidding. He's, she turned 11 the day he got drafted. He was 21. Do the math. What? <laughs> That's fucked up. How? How? Bro. No. What? <laughs> I wish we could wait. Wait. I, I wish we could put Jones' face right now, like on a fucking poster. That was the most evil look. He was like, <laughs> what? He was ten years old bagging an eighteen-year-old. What an animal. Well, I don't know. If I it was eighteen. I doubt she was eighteen. That's yeah. I, I have. I have no idea if the age of the wait, woman. Look but that's... it up. His, his daughter was literally that up. eleven was, and a half and pregnant. It was her ninth or tenth birthday the day he got drafted, or like around there, and and he got drafted when he was twenty one. Wait, that was either the forest? way. Even if she's like seven, he was fourteen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't believe it when I they said it just like in passing, like, oh, it's his daughter's eighth birthday or ninth birthday today. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, he's not thirty. What's going on? <laughs> All right, the moment. Everyone's been waiting for madness, March madness, people. Christmas in March, baby. Oh yeah. Who's excited? Are we excited? Are you ready for this shit? I'm ready to run through a wall. Let's go. Are right you ready, right now. Sully? Are you ready? I Let's don't feel go. any excited. Exactly. Let's go. All right. So we saw selection Sunday. A lot of people were bitching and moaning about it. It sucked. They ruined the whole format. Do you guys agree that the whole selection Sunday was fucking trash? Trash. Why? Trash. Yeah, they just uh, just a terrible, terrible way to change the show. Just completely dumb. Another reason to hate the NCA. It's just, it's it's a joke. Like just, just give us the just, just give us the brackets. Why don't you? Yeah, don't even give us uh, yeah. Why? There's no need to do all that. Just put the best teams, best AC4 teams in there. It's the only fair way to do it. We're so back. Teams got snubbed. It's just, it's. You know, they need to go back to the way they did it before. It, it's just like that's the thing it, is they're not picking the right teams. They did it because remember last year the fucking bracket got released right before they the show right before they uh yeah right before the show. So they, that's why they like are releasing the teams who's in and then they deal with the bracket. That sounds like a personal problem to me. I know <laughs> it should, it, the, what it should be. It should be a fucking hour long show. They reveal the bracket in. Um, two and a half minutes, and then spend fifty-seven and a half minutes talking about it. Yeah, yeah. Nobody I wanted agree. two hours. Given rationale, Chuck. Nobody wanted I mean, two I hours guess... of Chuck and all of them talking and ranting about this shit. Yeah, and the technical issues were a joke last night. The fucking audio was like three seconds off from the sound. The stage went black at one point. <laughs> it was just like. <laughs> I, I mean, well, I guess, I guess the like good a fucking high school that... play out there. The good part of that though is you get to see the the team's reactions live, which is. My favorite part, um, especially when they don't make it. Damn, <laughs> but, that's uh, fucked up, Zach. <laughs> yeah, but like, they got the cameras there, anyways. Do I give a shit if I see SF Austin going fucking bonkers at ten forty two when it happens compared to ten forty six? No, but you, uh, but you could tell. Like, I mean, you, you, I don't know. 
But also this year, I they, get it. They I mean, gave that's... us the teams first. They gave us the teams first, so it's not even live. Like, oh, we get to see that person's the ten seed. They made it, eleven seed. It takes the excitement out. They gave us the first, the first, the teams to make it, and then they put them in the bracket. Like that's just a step you don't need. Yeah. Dumb. 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 Everybody has to say dumb. Is it dumb? dumb? All right. <laughs> dumb. All right, so let's get right into it. Jones, uh, what's your favorite double-digit upset and why? I kind of – I got I got two. I like – I like one is New Mexico State, 12-5 yes. over Clemson. Boys from Las Cruces. And my second one is probably SF Austin over Texas Tech. SF yes. Austin has made a couple runs the last couple of years, and if you – don't forget, um, they're co- coached well, good tournament team. They know the culture. Uh, Texas Tech just really hasn't impressed me all year. I mean, I know they they have talent. I know they're good, but like I just they just don't do it for me for some reason. Um, and you got to go through and pick some pick some winners that are some double digit seeds. It's going to happen to somebody. Um, so those are my two. Those are yeah, those two. are. I agree with those as well. Um, so, yeah, SF Austin went on the runs. And Texas Tech, what did they lost? Like four of six or something? They're they're not yeah. good anymore. They, like, just fell off a, a cliff. I know some people are high on them. I don't see it at all. New Mexico State, I actually yeah, have them. Clemson's, more... Clemson's five and five their last ten. I have New Mexico State go, uh, going to the Sweet 16, actually, and beating an overrated Auburn team, in my opinion, a team that doesn't that isn't good on the, on the road, a team that uh, has a lot of new faces that have, hasn't been there. Um I've been debating that too. Bruce Pearl's the only thing that's, but their that's record, holding them back. Their record, I mean, it's they're five and five in their last ten. They're eight, they're eight and eight only on road or neutral neutral site, and that's what obviously the tournament is. Who's so, this Auburn? Yeah, Auburn. So they're they don't impress me at all. I mean, they're 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 not as good as people think. I think they should have been a five seed compared to someone like Kentucky. But then yeah. another upset I like is actually South Dakota State over Ohio State. I have that too. Five. I, I'm not impressed with Ohio State. Um, I don't I don't really know why people are so high on them. Uh, they're not very good, and this is a 12-5 that I think definitely happens, uh, as well as – who's the other one that I have? I like either St. Bonaventure, the Bonnies, or UCLA over Florida. Another team I haven't been impressed with either is Florida. Oh, I think Florida's really overseeded. Yeah, that's another team that just shouldn't be there. Um, and then, yeah, I think I think that's pretty much it for my my big first roundup. Oh, and then oh, Loyola Chicago over Miami. That's my that's my other one that I think is uh the line's wow. only at one or so. Um, and Loyola Chicago um, is a team that's both offensively and defense de- defensively efficient. Uh, I believe they're in the top seventy five for both. Um, so they're actually one of the, the, the Cinderella teams that, that isn't just going to going on a whim. They actually have something to stand on. So yep. Top 75 in both, um, and Miami, they, I think they're three and six against the top 50 teams. Very unimpressive against the quadrant one. And, uh, those are my upsets. Zach, you said, wow, you got anything to say against that? I got, I got a, no, but I got a very, very bold prediction. The Lipscomb Bisons over the Tar Heels, round one. Oh, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Dude, this team is same qualities as that Mercer team that beat Duke a couple of years ago. They won their last eight. Out of seven out of those eight games, they scored over 80 points. And Carolina has about nine losses this year, guys. They're not, they're not that Carolina team. They have they about have nine losses or they have nine losses? They have nine losses. Oh, okay. But they're also the defending well. champions, so. Barry's not shooting well. Luke May has disappeared the past four or five games. They're very, very streaky. There's games where they'll only put up 60-something points. Lipscomb scores. I mean, if if this – the only way I see the Bisons actually winning this game is if uh, the Tar Heels go cold and can't really score a lot of points and uh, Lipscomb just, you know, drains that three that they've been doing all year. I know it's a long shot, but that's my bold prediction. Yeah. I Wait, mean, Sully, before you go, Tom, what do you have to say about that? 
About Millie's pick? Yeah. Yeah. Ah no, man. UNC. <laughs> I got I got UNC taking this shit. I think they're what? repeating. Yeah, you know, I they're yo, know, they they played really well down the stretch. I mean, they, they won some big games. Beating Duke, that was big. Dude, of course they're, they're good. They're really good, but they're streaky. And if you get behind this Lipscomb team, they score a ton of points. You know, I can see it. I can see UNC going up early in the first half, but if they start hitting that three like they've been doing all year, you know, and Carolina goes cold, I'm just saying it could come down on the wire. It's a, definitely something that you guys should watch out for. They they can they are capable of putting up over 100 points and have done it. So you're right about that. Um, it's just it, it's just a it's like it's like the stars are aligning for them. And, and I don't. Do you guys remember them ever being in the tournament? I don't. It's not something I looked up. But these, no. guys, these kids, a lot of them have been playing together for a while. You know, this is the type of game where they get like. They never. They don't play teams like UNC ever. You got to think these kids are college kids. They're gonna get so up for this game, and if they get hot, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a fun one to watch. I love them to cover because that spread's huge, 17, 17 and a half or something like that. But it's they're not beating North Carolina. Well, we'll it's, see, it's not happening. You know who I like. You know who's playing really good for North Carolina lately. Who I who I like as a. Theo Theo Pinson, very, very oh, good lately. Smart, well-spoken kid, too. 20 points a game, I think like six assi- six assists a game. He's a great defender, great facilitator on the floor. I really like him, uh, even as the next level. But I think he's the reason why they're they're not going to lose this game. He's And I don't think Lou May will be as bad as he's been. I think he had a, he had a rebound game the other day. but He disappeared he, yeah. in the second half, but he had 15 in the first half. Yeah, I mean... He just had a really bad game the the day uh, Millie bet on them, <laughs> like really bad, like one of fourteen bet <laughs> at one point. But I mean, I've watched a lot of Tar Heels guys, and I mean, they will they'll they'll blow teams out, but they're streaky and you know they're high variance. So if that if that goes if it goes the other way, they're not going to be able to you know keep up with Lipscomb shooting. I, I love how you're shooting your shot here, and it's a very bold. You know, we don't want just chalk. Like we don't, we're not having this to, for just chalk. That'd be boring, and no one fucking likes that. But I think you're you're shooting your load a little too early on that one. Heard that before. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry to that whoever that was. <laughs> it's all right. He was a good guy. <laughs> all right. I agree yeah. with everything you guys said except for the UNC. But um, I also have – I think the winner of the ASU-Syracuse game is going to knock off TCU. TCU got like kind that. of streaked down the end. TCU's I mean, overrated. They're, they put up points. They're tied for 19th in points per game with 83. They're second in assists with 18.8. But, I mean, lost to Kansas State, lost to Texas Tech. Five games before that, loss to WVU. Back-to-back losses to Texas Tech and Kansas. I mean, they play in the Big 12. It's a tough conference. There's a lot of tournament teams in there. But I think they're getting worn down at the end of the season. They were much hotter at the beginning. I think that's going to be a big upset the first round. Either I, one of those teams, Syracuse yeah. or ASU. Yeah, definitely. So TCU they, only 4-8. Uh, 4-8 versus top 50 TCU. And, oh. and their defensive efficiency is 105. Their yeah. offensive efficiency is 7th. But... If you're facing a team like Syracuse, they haven't seen that two-three zone all year. They're not they're, they're not prepared for that. Necessarily. You can't plan for that. Yeah, and, and they, they allow a bunch of points too. They're two hundred seventieth in points yeah. allowed. Jones, speaking about Syracuse, a lot of people were pretty pissed off asking how the hell did Syracuse get in. So it poses <laughs> my next question: What teams got in that definitely didn't deserve to be in? Who do you guys think? I mean, I think Syracuse is definitely one that you you have to question. Um, that's probably the most glaring one. Even the committee said that Syracuse was the actual last team selected. Um, you know, you could have gone Oklahoma State. You could have gone USC. Um, I get the arguments for both of them. I'm not going to sit here and complain because I'm a Cuse fan. I'm going to sit here and be happy with my <laughs> tournament bid. But, um, yeah, I mean, Syracuse got to be the team most likely that you're saying is not not deserving to be there. Sully. Yeah, I mean, the fuck? They always get in, and they don't deserve to be in. It's like there's <laughs> some 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 political shit's going on there. I no, dude, like it's it. the NCAA. All they care about is making money. Syracuse is one of those household names. They got Jim Beheim. You know, it's, yeah, it's like Beheim's one of his last years. 
yeah, and then another I mean, team that doesn't deserve to be in is clearly Oklahoma, who oh is not God. the same oh team they God. once were. I mean, you're talking about, I, I believe that 2-8 and eight over their last 10 games. How Dude, do you I'm so that? fucking sick of hearing about Trey Young. I'm so Once they figured out how to shut him down, it was over. It was over. It was over. Once they figured out Trey Young, everyone figured out how to guard the guy and shut him down, and it was done. Oklahoma really? went six fucking they got six in foot, over 160 OK pounds. State. They got in. Yeah, he's like 107 pounds soaking wet. They got in over OK State, who beat them twice recently. The last their loss, lost last loss, excuse me, was to OK State, and OK State beat uh, Kansas twice, once at Allen Fieldhouse, and beat West Virginia once, and you're telling me that team's not getting in, but Oklahoma is? Yeah. That's yeah. bullshit. And then you have you're a team a like you're a joke, right, NCA. Wright State, like even though they're like a 14 seed, Wright State, who the hell is Wright State? They didn't play a single ranked team all fucking year. It's like, how, well, they I don't won their, They won their tournament. But, that's, I hate that rule. I hate that rule. That's like, I get it, but I hate that rule. Because like this, you have teams like Oklahoma State, like not USC, getting in. 20, USC. USC 23 wins and didn't make it in. Or how about no one no one's really talking about this, but the Cornhuskers of Nebraska going 30, 13 and 5 in the Big Ten and they don't even 13 and 5 in one of the toughest conferences and they don't get in. I guess they got bounced how, early just, in the just, tournament. A lot of it's how like people don't know how the committee's weighing these games. Do, do interconference count more than conference? Like there's no They said there's no, their big like, thing was template. quadrant one. There's wins. no template of how these teams make it. It's, you know, it's 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 tough. They but... did release. They did release like tiers of what is like most important to them. I think there's like three or four tiers of like each category. Each tier had like three or four categories that Dude, they. Oklahoma yeah. State most. beat Kansas twice. Beat Kansas yeah, twice. A one seed. Nuts. A one seed. Yeah. No. Oklahoma State is definitely the biggest snub. I yeah, say it's... Oklahoma State or Syracuse. I mean, Syracuse, obviously, everyone's going to say it, but Oklahoma State, they're one of those teams. I mean, they either get killed or they, or, or they, you know, they win. So I yeah. can see, I can see both. And I'm not even going to say Notre Dame was that big a snub because they really played awful without Bonzi Colson. And they're what were they like, 18 and 14? They didn't, even though they were the last team and the team to get bounced because of the Davidson win. I don't think they were as badly as badly snubbed as. Uh, OK State or Nebraska or anything, because they just did simply didn't have their best player for the whole year, and we're a different team without him. Team, uh, like I said, I think even the tournament, like you win your tournament, I get it, you get in, you get the automatic bid, but I really think they need to change that, because this, like, the one that really bothers me is Wright State. I looked at that team, looked at the games they played. I didn't recognize half the fucking teams they played. They didn't play a single ranked team all season. It, it, it just, it baffles me. It baffles me that that's how they go about it. I mean, I guess it's they not gotta keep change. those like little schools. Ever. They, yeah, they have to exactly. Well, you gotta keep them involved. But I mean, yeah. that, that's the one for me. Even though they did win their tournament, it, it's uh, I don't understand. Another one was St. Mary's. I don't know how the hell they didn't get in. They were ranked twentieth, I believe, yeah. in the last the last oh, yeah. the last ranking before. How does the <laughs> team that's it happened? I think last a couple years ago, SMU was ranked twenty fourth and they didn't make it somehow. Um, but how does a team that's in the top 20 in the in the AP poll not make the tournament? I mean, they should be a five or six seed by under under that under that logic, and yeah. to not even make it. I mean, they only lost, I believe, four games, and they yeah. they had a really good team in a lot of ways. Um, they had a really good offense, one of the best offenses, and that's just the tournament. The they, we always say they fuck up, but this year they really fucked up. Gotcha. All right. Now, posing a next, my next question. It's a question we asked our fans yesterday on Instagram. If you haven't seen it, go to our Instagram page. It is Bleacher Fan IG, also Twitter. Definitely go check it out. We post a ton of funny stuff, a lot of relevant sports stuff. Definitely go. And the question is of the one seeds being Virginia, Nova, Xavier, and Kansas, who has the best chance to cut down the nets and why? Uh, I mean, just pure road to the Final Four. Villanova, like, yeah. it, it's a cakewalk. Not a cakewalk, but, like, this might be the easiest road I've ever seen in a tournament for a team that talented. Like, they, they could end up playing absolutely nobody worth, like, actually discussing. I mean, Jones, what, what about West Virginia? Yeah, well, I was just going to say, West Virginia is going to be at like their biggest threat at at best and then they they got to beat they got to win one game and they're in the final four. Yeah. 
Like, and that's if that's if Purdue makes it on the other side. I think Purdue's got a pretty easy road too, especially if SF Austin takes down Texas Tech. Um, they won't have to play a double. Uh, they won't have to play a single digit seed until the Elite Eight. Um, but you know, there's no guarantee Purdue makes it either. So Nova could literally not have a challenging game until the Final Four. Um, just on that sense, I don't think they're they're a top two one seed for me. Uh, you know, I don't know if I give them the best one seed, but still, I mean, just based like UVA has got to go through the fucking gauntlet, and same with Kansas. Xavier, yeah. you know, no one. I don't think I haven't met a person yet who's got Xavier making it past <laughs> the the Elite Eight. Um, most people don't even have to make it past the Sweet Sixteen, so they're out. I just it, UVA and and Kansas just have to go through blue blood programs after blue blood program to get in. And Nova's just sitting here playing, you know, press Virginia Nobody. and then, and then some good old country boys out Midwest and that's it. <laughs> and then they're in the final four. Sully, you agree? I love it. I'm a Nova fan. They're, they're, yeah, I was going to say, final four. look it. You're happy as fuck. Number one offense, number one offense in the NCA, baby. All right. I, uh, Jones, you said nobody has Xavier making it anywhere. Can anybody make a case as to maybe potentially they could be one of those Cinderella teams that maybe make it somewhere? Bill Murray's son works there. I have them them getting bounced by Mizzou. Bold, but not impossible. I mean, Xavier, look look what happened. They went up how many points? 20 against, um, who the fuck did they just play? Providence? Providence, yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. honestly, out of that quadrant, my favorite is the Zags. Um, I I don't see Xavier getting past them. Oh, um, or, I mean, I think Mizzou straight up beat them. I, I want to know what you guys think about that. Well, Mizzou, Mizzou's – I forgot who – Mizzou's losing one of their best players because of the DUI. I forgot his name, but he's – he had that DUI. So, although they get Porter, they're losing one of their – I forgot his name, but he, he puts up like 13-6, and six, I saw. So, they're not they're not uh, at full strength either. And, and doesn't it's no, it's no uh, easy task. They'll get – uh, by Florida State as well, and Michael Porter. If he doesn't play well, they're not going to win. Like he shot like five of seventeen or something. In yeah, that was his game. first game back though. He's playing he for his draft status now. Game? Is he going to be that much better in his second game though? Is that like like you just magically get that much better? Like, I think he. I think he's that good where he can just turn it on. Yeah, I'm, I'm a Millie. I think he has the potential to be a game changer. Even Dude, actually, I think I think Florida State could even beat Xavier. I think so too. I'm not think, sold on Xavier. Yeah, we're almost high on Xavier. I think they make it to 16 and then they lose to Gonzaga. Yeah, yeah, that, and that, that's what I that have at us. least. Yeah, I think we're getting set up for a Gonzaga UNC in the Elite Eight, which would be a great game. You mean Off Gonzaga of- Lipscomb? Yeah, yeah, sure. Really. <laughs> <laughs> and then, I mean, the toughest, the toughest bracket to get back to the main point. I mean, it's it's definitely. <clears throat> It's definitely the South. You got Virginia, you got Kentucky as a five, Arizona as a four. How are the fuck are they a four? They were the number one preseason number one going into the year. They got DeAndre Aiden playing at a all time level that we haven't seen before recently as a big man can pass, shoot, face up, rebound, block shots. You got Alonzo Trier. You got Ristich, another good big that can pass. I mean, you, they're stacked. I mean, you got they're playing Kentucky. against the world. Yeah, yeah. they're just like fuck everyone. Then you got Cincinnati, who's another I think team that kind of just like people are like, whoa, they're a two seed, but the Cincinnati's been great all year. They're a very efficient team, and then Tennessee, I'm not really a big fan of, but Virginia's got a really tough. I, I'm just so up in the air between putting them or Arizona to win that game, and then I'll have them go to probably well, whoever wins that game, probably the finals. Honestly, I, I that's what I have. I think Virginia is all around the best team, defensively, offensively. They have they they have all the pieces in place. They got great coaching. You know, I think the way they lose actually is just when one team comes plays up against them and just plays the game of their life. Um, other than that, I think Virginia probably has the easiest route to the Final Four. Really? They, they got like uh, they got like four teams yeah. that that can do that. I mean, they got to play two, like game like that threats. every round. The two biggest threats, in my opinion, are Kentucky and uh, where the fuck is it? In Miami. So I know you don't like Miami. I'm I'm high on Miami this year. I don't like Miami. Uh, the, but the three, that, the three and six against top fifty teams. Other than that, who else is? I mean, since yes, you touched on Cincinnati a little bit. I Arizona. Mean, good. 
Arizona. I, I like Arizona a lot. I mean, yeah, yeah I, I mean, have they're, Zona. They're... I have Zona in the Final Four. Same. Zona's in my Final Four. I mean, beating Virginia. I mean, I mean, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. As I said, I'm up in the air on it right now. I'm still doing a lot of research on it because it's just. I think it's such a big game, and that winner will will go even further. But I mean, Arizona's eight and two in their last ten. Um, they're playing really well. If they can speed the game up, I mean, if they get in a shootout, Virginia's probably going to lose that game. Um, if, well, they don't get if, in shootouts. That's why they're so good. They don't get in shootouts. They but, play defense. Who, Virginia? Yeah. Yeah, yeah they haven't played no, the I, I know they do, but I mean, let's say, I mean, Trier is really explosive. Aiton, I, they're going to have to do something with DeAndre Aiton. There's, they're going to have to double him, and he's a very good passer as a big man, and he's going to be able to pass out of the double teams and, and they have shooters matchup and they got the shooters so i'm not saying i'm i haven't made up my mind yet that's a toss-up for me that's a virtual toss-up for me and and that team whoever wins is going to go real far and have a chance to take it all yeah. i just wish they weren't i think arizona should have been like a three or so like i don't arizona's deep too dude they're deep yeah. a lot of good points from everybody all right zach i know you've been Handling the Bleacher Bookies account, you've been doing a lot of betting. Let's get into a little betting real quick. What are your best bets of this of this whole tournament right now? Uh, all right, well, I mean, I already touched on it a little bit. Lipscomb plus 17. Um, I think we all can kind of agree just because they score so much points, North Carolina can be streaky. 17 is a lot of points, man. Yeah, I mean, so many. Yeah, that's – I mean, obviously you got to think about it this way. Vegas, they're trying to figure out which way the public's going to bet. I mean, Publix and Sharps, everyone's going to be all over North Carolina. But that spread should be more like 12, 11. 17 is too much for me. I also like Kentucky at minus 6. Kentucky's playing really well. I wouldn't be surprised if they even make the Elite Eight. Um, and Davidson, I'm just not sold on. I don't think they really – I don't think they play anyone that tough. Kentucky's just a different beast in itself. Just better athletes, better all around, better coaching. So, I mean, right now it's Kentucky minus 6 and Lipscomb plus 17. Um, and that's pretty much it for now. Gotcha. What do you guys think, Sully? You like those? You gonna be uh, betting I those, like Sully? Them, yeah. Um, yeah. Kentucky's definitely. Good. I, a lot of people like Davidson, and I don't really get it. Um, I don't. I, I don't I, understand. That. They're live and die by the three. That's I think it. they're just thinking of Steph Curry and I. You know, Both Steph. Get Steph, Steph Curry's reaction was uh on was on whatever fucking ESPN or whatever. Another team I I mean another bet I like is uh, how many points does uh New Mexico State get versus Clemson? What is it five and a half? No, it's um uh, damn I forget I forget off the top of my head. Well, I I like I like that I like that a lot no matter what it is even a five. little it's five right now yeah I like a little a little money line there I don't I t- I'm not yeah, that money Clemson Clemson's without one of their best players twenty five um, money line. Clemson five and six versus top fifty teams. Five and five out of their last ten. Um, they're another team. Only six and eight on the road or neutral site. That's really bad, and that's what they're dealing with here. Dude, the Lipscomb line is up to nineteen and a half now. Wow, hammering North Carolina. I was just Hammer. gonna say that too. That's gonna go way up to about maybe like nineteen twenty. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna sit, if that's moved that much in less than twenty. Sit on that shit. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. sit on that. At this I mean, rate, it'll hit twenty two. Yeah. Yeah, but. New Mexico State is a really good team. They got Zach Lofton, puts up 20 points a game, 39% from three. Um, they, they're a really good rebounding team. Really good. They're 14th in defensive efficiency, so they can defend. Um, so I'm taking money line for that. Um, also, what was the other team? And then, and then yeah, I like South Dakota, South Dakota State with the points as well against Ohio State. I don't like ohio state so i always find that if you if you have like a good upset you like and you're pretty confident in that then take the points might as well yeah well, if you're confident in an upset i recommend doing the money line and then doing a little bit of a hedge yeah a little bit of both yeah that's fair uh going going off that i'd like to add in uh Stephen f austin over texas tech it's at 12 right now yeah and that's, um, that's rising you know that's it, this is going to be a game that is probably on the slower side um SF Austin leads the entire nation in defensive turnover rate. Um, They got three guys that score over 13 points a game. Um, They do play faster than Texas Tech, but, you know, they'll probably play down to Texas Tech trying to kind of keep this one close. Um, 
So I like that. 11 or yeah, 12 points now. Like, give me those points all day. I think they could come out with a win. Plus 545 money line. I got another one after you, Tom. Yeah, I'm, I'm taking uh, Rhode Island minus two over Oklahoma. I think the guards on Rhode Island are real great. They're going to be able to shut down Trey Young. Besides him, Oklahoma can't do anything, as we've seen. I think they're going to probably win by 10 points in that game. That won't be a close one, um, which, I mean, in tournament, 10 points obviously isn't close. They, um, I think that's going to be a lock right there, Rhode Island minus two over uh, Oklahoma in the first round. I just want to add in, uh, I want to know what you guys think on this too. Providence plus four against Texas A&M. I think I like, they went right. Yeah. Yeah, I like that a lot. Yeah, I like that a lot. Providence, they tend to play up and down to their competition. How that how that fares in the tournament, hopefully they play up. But, you know, they are a very, very good team all around. Um, they shoot I the love ball their coach. Well. Love their the coach. Ball. Yep, they, they shoot the ball well. They got a great coach. Um, you know, and a lot of the guys I was listening to a couple interviews, you know, they, they, they're buying into the team this year. They think this is, this year is their year. Um, so I like Providence plus four and the money line. And also Anthony, I just want to plug in if you guys, anyone listening wants to go into my, uh, our bleacher bookie, uh, Twitter account, I will be posting free picks last week. I went five and two. Um, so hop on that. And if you want to bet those games, hit that link for the, my bookie. There he is. One more Absolutely. thing about Providence. You got to love a coach who just rips his pants and covers it with a towel. <laughs> <laughs> he, was, he was ready for that. He just he ripped his pants. He's like, give me that towel. He's like, let's go. Just wrap the Gatorade towel around it. Until he ripped his pants. His pants. <laughs> we, we've been saying Bro. a lot of, we've been saying a lot of uh, underdogs, but one, I'm just looking through lines, one uh, favorite I really like is Arizona minus eight and I'm, a half for Buffalo. You motherfucker, Jones! I was just gonna say that. <laughs> I, I you just cut the you that cut the be, pick. That should be like a 13, 14 point line in my at opinion. least. That should be one of the biggest um, lines. Yeah, so I, I just love the value there. I mean, I know oh, not yeah. long, but like come on, like how are you talking about a team that could potentially win the tournament? Uh, and they get, they get in a single digit line in the opening round. No, no give me that all day. Duke's oh, minus God. 19 and a half over Iona. I might take that. That That's like kind of disrespectful, <laughs> honestly. Yeah. Uh, my, my big uh, chalk play. Yeah, I got to go. Yeah, <laughs> same thing. Duke, they're going to kill him. They're going to absolutely spank him. Yeah. The Dukies. Duke's defense is actually really up this year. They're offensively and defensively efficiently both in the top 10, which is very rare for a Duke team. They're normally lagging in the defensive end of the court. But they're seventh in defensive efficiency this year, third in offense. We know they're offensively; they can they can uh, play with anyone. And then Duke, Duke, if Duke loses a game in this tournament, it's because they shot themselves in the foot. Exactly. They, they if they play their game, they play above average, like are close to their potential throughout the throughout the whole tournament. Every game, no one's beating them. They have like, no holes. Exactly. Like, they, even their role, wow. they got fucking role players in college. Like who does that? <laughs> Yeah. And they got Grayson Allen being a villain again. I yeah, like they got the that best, little hit, oh, yeah, that hip check. <laughs> you guys, who, likes, who likes Grayson? Dave likes Grayson. I I'm love all Grayson. in on Grayson. No, bro. I'm a big fan of Grayson. Grayson. Fuck Grayson. He's a little bitch. He's a full <laughs> villain, bro. You can't. You got to respect the villain. Hey, gotta love it. Hey yeah. guys, isn't the Virginia spread somewhat like 2021 or something like that? Uh, yeah, it's like 19 or 20. Uh, like University of Maryland, Baltimore. They might not score 30 points. Yeah, they're not. Purdue, <laughs> Purdue's got a 20-and-a-half-point line, too. 22-and-a-half, Virginia. Yeah, Jesus. I, I, dude, fucking UMBC, they're, they're not going to score. They're, they're, they're just not. They're, they're from Hartford's fucking uh, American East. American so, I mean, East. they upset Vermont. That game was pretty epic. I saw it live. I, I saw the last two minutes. I was like, shit. I would I be like, surprised if they score over 23 points in the first half. <laughs> like, uh, actually, that's actually a pretty good first half bet, guys. Yeah. What about that? What's the first half bet? Uh, taking Virginia first half. Yeah. No matter what the points are. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they're gonna they're I mean, gonna. My kill bookie, them. my lines aren't out, out yet for that. But the only the only to play. Your, I know you like contrarian. The only way thing is that Virginia isn't gonna is gonna play slow, obviously, and if they do score enough points. In the, if the other team does score enough points, I said the other UMBC scores enough points, 
Virginia may only have 35 points at the half. So, but they they not they're not playing as slow as Virginia teams in the past. They're not. They I know are, that's kind actually. of that kind their of pace is, their pace is uh, what is it tempo? They're 351st and out of out of how many? I, I forgot how many, but that's well. Usually they're up. down in the down in the end, and I get I get why they do it. It's their coaching style. It's keep the ball out of the other team's hands and play defense. That's I mean, not a lot of college teams do that. Um, I'm I'm with you. I'm just I'm just saying that's the only that's the only catch twenty two to that. Well, is, they can shoot the three this year as well. They got they got. I like I like Kyle team. Guy. I like Jerome. Exactly. I like, I like the players. Yo, so, give me Bama and the points too. Bama's getting two. Those guys are on like a run. That. I don't like that. I don't like give that me, at all. Give me Colin Sexton and those two points. People are going Sully, too crazy over like Colin it? Sexton. If you shut down Sexton, Bama sucks. Yeah, well, you know, a lot of people can't do the impossible, Millie. Yeah, you're right. But Virginia, Tech, Virginia Tech can play, dude. Virginia oh, yeah, Tech no, A lot of people are high on Tech. I have them beating Alabama first round. The ACC Likewise. is so good. The ACC has so many good teams. Yeah. You mean the they Big East? Really you mean the well Big East too. 2.0? Yeah. Yeah. We need the old Big East back. They need to. <laughs> they need to do that ASAP. That was. You're gonna make me cry right now. Tom. Those were the days. <laughs> Just remember that Big East tournament with that Kemba step back. That was that year was unbelievable. That was some of the best basketball. Yeah, the Jerry McNamara days. Oh my! McNamara. Was the worst team in the country. McNamara was a boss. I can't lie. <laughs> yeah. Those that oh, that's when basketball is basketball, boys. Yeah, yeah. That that's the best basketball I've ever watched is Biggie Biggie's basketball from like 2004 to 2012. Right. That's, that's dude. Like I knew I knew a kid who went to Syracuse at that time, and he like kind of knew uh, Eric Devendorf, and he said this kid would go from like the gym to his couch, just smoking blunts to shooting hoops. <laughs> blunts to shooting hoops. That's like, not surprising. Kid, he looked high on the court. Yeah, was below. <laughs> And they just would like, you know, do whatever big name schools do to make it not below a one. They put fake classes on his. Yeah, I mean, they said the kid never even went to class barely. But you know, yeah, I mean, it's like it's like, are you gonna be that teacher that says, no, 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 no fun, you can't play because you didn't go to class. Meanwhile, he's putting up twenty a game. Yeah, then you're fired. And then yeah, then you're then then OJ's gonna kill you. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Jeez. All right, guys. So we've spoken teams. Upsets, seeds, best teams, everything. Everything you could think of, we just told you, the listeners. We just blessed you with a plethora of information. That's what we just did to you. But what do you guys think about impact players? What is go- What are going to be the best, the most, you know, what are, what are your most impactful, most important players in this tournament? Sully, you look like you got something. Yeah, Tell I got me. something. Uh, and it's not just a homer. It's not just a homer pick because I know I, I mentioned Nova a lot, but Jalen Brunson is the real deal for Villanova. I just love the way this guy attacks the hoop. I think he should be in running for player of the year. He's like over 18 points a game. Um, he he is one of the most well-rounded guards. If you if you ever look him, he's got a great post game. He's got post game better than a lot of NBA players. He's Dude, got I, great I love him down there. He's got that little fadeaway in the post. He's nimble, and I think as far as as far as far Villanova goes is as far as Brunson and Bridges takes us, and I'm pretty confident in that and until we probably play Duke in the Final Four or something like that. I think I think Jalen Brunson as well as DeAndre Ayton, who someone will probably talk about right now, is two of the most impact players. Tom. Yeah. Wait, no, Tom. Go ahead, Tom. Tom, go ahead. Yeah, I, Ayton. I say Ayton all day. 20.3 points per game, 11.5 boards. He's shooting 61.5% from, from the field. I mean, obviously, he's a big man, so it's going to be that high. But, I mean, that's great even for a big man. He's been leading this Arizona team. I think they knock off UVA. They end up making it to the Final Four in my bracket. They end up losing to UNC in that case. But I think he's going to carry this team far. And, you know, once you get deep, anything can happen. Uh, Millie. My player, boys, big man from West Virginia, Sagaba Konate. Anyone know who he is? Melly, say that one more time for us. Sagaba Konate, big man, <laughs> right. sophomore from West Virginia. This guy, I know who he is. I just didn't know how to pronounce his name. This guy is an absolute monster down low. 
I'm the only reason why I'm saying this because I'm really high in West Virginia this year. They got Javon Carter. They got a solid team. Bobby Huggins is looking for that Hall of Fame bid. This Javon kid, Carter, another impact player there. Yep, Javon Carter. He should already have that Hall of Fame bid. Yeah, Canante. He'll, he can easily average five, six blocks a game. He did it against uh, Kansas. Um, he's an absolute monster below. He averages 10.8 uh, points a game, um, eight rebounds. they got to feed him inside if West Virginia is going to make oh, yeah. a run. Which oh, he's a lot the guy that averages like six blocks per, four, per 40 minutes, right? Yes. Yeah. 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 He's... He is a beast. I think that he can, he can take over a game. They 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 should have when they lost to Kansas they should have fed him the ball more in the first half they fed him and he was he was hitting everything from the paint they couldn't do anything to stop him second half they got away from him a little bit because they got down because Kansas just shoots the three like lights out but I feel like if West Virginia is going to make a run run it's going to be because of Kanata. All right, and last but definitely not least, Jones who keeps t- calling me Tony, so I left him for last. This is your punishment. Go ahead. <laughs> Sorry, I had it on mute. Oh, <laughs> you idiot. Go ahead. <laughs> um, I got a, I got a couple of players. Um, I think, and I think, really, with whichever one of these guys goes off, or you know, is this player is probably the team I think is going to take it. Um, obviously, Aiton is one. Um, you know, he's just an animal. Uh, second would be for uh, Michigan State's Miles Bridges, and third, third, the shocker. Grayson Allen. Oh, God. Let's go. I got, I got, of the ACC. I got Duke winning it all this year. As much as I hate to say it, I got Duke winning it all. And that team, when they're ticking, so is Grayson Allen. And Ooh. I think he's got the – he's obviously got the experience from already winning a title with them. Um, Four-year senior. He's finally kind of shaking that dirty player, you know, aura off of him. Um, Coach K is talking highly of him. This is his his final ride. He probably has his most talented team ever, and I think he could really. He's really trying out to be like a star in the NBA because teams need to know he's shaking that that attitude. He can be a leader in a situation like this after his four years in school. He's riding it out for all the four year seniors like Grayson Allen. If he can have a good tournament. Duke's taking it, and he's going to be the player of the tournament. Gotcha. Yeah, he's, he's he's the guy. He's the guy because Bagley's going to bring it. You know, get Bagley's going to bring it. But Grayson, yeah. I don't know how the numbers right in front of me, but when they don't play well, he shoots awful. And when when he shoots over forty percent from three, they're not going to lose. And Anthony, yeah. I, I want to add one more guy: Theo yep. Pinson, UNC. Yes, you mentioned him. Monster. Before. But what, they go from losing in the first round. Yeah, to what the fuck? <laughs> The hell is this shit? <laughs> yeah, how is he going to be such an impact player if they lose the Olympic <laughs> in the first round? I don't get it. Yeah, I'm going to leave that one alone. <laughs> regretting it 45 minutes later. <laughs> Not regretting that? it. I'm saying, okay, dude, obviously UNC probably going to win, but that's my upset. Don't worry, Zach. I'll cut that out. I'll cut some stuff around. No, I want, I'll the, morph world it. I want <laughs> the world to I'll hear. morph it. I'll morph it. Just All don't right, put don't. it on Bleacher Bookie. Yeah. <laughs> Jones, stand on you. What's your yeah, final don't, four? Don't sprinkle the money line on that one. Yeah, yeah. Jones. Uh, okay, so my final four. This is I, I'm I'm still questioning half of these, but I, I'm pretty I'm pretty okay with where I'm at right now. I got Duke versus Villanova on the right side, and on the left side I have Arizona versus UNC, and then I got Arizona beating UNC. Duke beating Villanova, and Duke beating Arizona in the national championship, 71-68. Wow. Sully, go ahead. Uh, you had to pick me next. I'm like, yep. I kind of have it, but I don't. Obviously, I have Villanova in there, and I have Duke, so me and Dave's right side of our brackets are completely the same. Uh, Duke-Villanova, and I'm, I'm deciding between Michigan and Gonzaga. I'm leading to Gonzaga. They're one of the two teams that has top, top uh, other than Duke, uh, they have top 10 in both offensive and defensive efficiency. Going Gonzaga, the four seed, very under. And then the last one that I'm really not very sure on is Virginia or fucking Arizona. And I'm probably just going to play contrary. Pick one. And I'm, I'm probably just going to pick whoever, like the public doesn't pick as most, who, l- picks least. So 
probably Arizona. I'm probably going to go Arizona. Then I'm going to have Arizona over Gonzaga. Then I'm going to have Villanova over uh, Villanova over Duke. Um, hopefully Grayson fucks up. And then Arizona, Villanova. Obviously, I have to pick Villanova. Shocker. Tom, well, this is ahead. the most talented team they've ever had, ever in school, in, in franchise in the in the school's existence. Tell Bridges not to play too well. I want I want him to be available for the Knicks in the draft if we're picking at like eight or nine. <laughs> he'll, he'll be available. Boy, Colin Sexton's playing. He'll be available. It's all right. We'll take Trey Young. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's let let's let Millie go first. I want to hear that Lipscomb's going to be in this final four. I need a good yeah laugh yeah Millie Millie go, go oh, ahead. Lipscomb over Duke, one hundred and six to forty three. <laughs> I'll dump that too. I'll dump that too. Don't worry, Zach. First, firstly, we haven't talked at all about Michigan State, by the way. I just wanted to point I that out. I should have gone first. I did. I did. <laughs> all right. If I didn't have Duke beating them, I'd have them winning the whole thing. Coming out of the east on the right side, I got my boys from West Virginia. I got the Mountaineers uh, beating. Who do I have them beating? Villanova. Uh, no, I have them beating Purdue in the Elite Oh, in the Elite Eight, eight. yeah. Yep. And then in the Midwest on the right side, I have Duke. So it's 3-3 three three on Duke right there. And then I got Virginia coming out of the South. And I have um, Gonzaga coming out of the West. Um, Gonzaga, nobody's talking about them for some reason. Uh, I know they lost Zach Collins, but they still get that guy Tilly and whatever that Polish guy is. Uh, Tilly Tilly. Five. He, he's nasty. They have a lot of experience on that team. Their guards are always great. Their guards play great defense. Um, I actually think Gonzaga has the easiest path to the Final Four. Um, and then I have Virginia beating Gonzaga, and I have West Virginia beating Duke in the Final, uh, in the final Four. And then I have Virginia squeaking one past West Virginia, 67-63. Wow. to You got the cousin bangers there in Virginia's. <laughs> I do. So I guess mine's a little different. I mean, I have Arizona UNC on that side, and I have uh, UNC winning that, getting to the final. And then I have Purdue, Michigan State, and I think Michigan State takes wow. that. And then I think that UNC beats Michigan State 59-55 in the final. Wow, you already got your final score and everything, Tom. You're just well, that's just right now. That's right now. I mean, that's You're what I had out there. Tom's I'm looking not, into the future. Yo, I won. I won the bracket pool last year, two years ago. I don't. I, I'm trying to. Rem- it was mine. I remember. It was yours. I won. I can't remember. I I knew it like the final four too. I was the only one with three out. It of was four. two years ago because you picked UNC to beat Villanova, right? Right, and I didn't get that right. Or you you got UNC to win it all. Right. Yes. 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 Yeah. That was yeah. A good. One. That was. Yeah. I lucked out on half that though. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what it is. It's I a lot. It's a lot of luck. A lot of luck. But I hate when some broad in the office wins. Never seen a basketball Dude, before in her life. Carol from accounting. Yeah, <laughs> Janice from fucking HR. God damn it, HR. Janet. <laughs> this is definitely gonna bode well to that passenger I had today. That I made her subscribe to our podcast. She'd be like, "Yeah, these guys are great. These guys <laughs> oh, are fun." Yeah. <laughs> smart as fuck, Anthony. Yeah, you over there, hustling. bro. Shout out to this girl because she's gonna win her pool for because of us. Was she bad? Uh, yeah. Bro, she definitely was bad. She was a MILF. Oh. And my rating just and went down. there goes our <laughs> listener. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I, yeah, fucking Carol from accounting is going to pick Villanova because she likes a mascot. Yeah. Can't wait. So how many yeah. Wildcats are there? there I can't like... wait for them to win it all. There's 14 in the world, and they're all in this tournament. <laughs> An endangered species. All right. So that's it. That's a wrap, guys. We da- we just shot for hour fifteen. What about who the fuck is this guy? Yeah, who Bro, we, we covered who the fuck is this guy. No, we didn't. We didn't say it though. Yeah. All right. Well, we, we got to get Conor McGregor to come in and do a live shooting of it. <laughs> yeah, we could still do it if you guys want. Sure. I, I don't even know who I'd say, but <laughs> that's what all I'm right. Saying. You said a couple a couple guys, so I was just Bradford. Radford is would be my guy. All right, Rad- do we don't have to. Do it. We don't have to. No, no, no. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. That's it. We're gonna fucking okay. do it now. Tom's probably has the best, the best voice. Me? Yeah, you want me to do it? it? So yeah, are we do just it, complaining about a team that's in right now? 
But we don't know who the fool it is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah we're, we're saying we don't know who the fool it is. <laughs> Millius, you are you there? Yeah. Oh, you and he's silent. just like, what the fuck is going on right now? I mean, I kind of, I mean, we know all these teams, right? I mean, I didn't know who Radford was. Dude, I fucking bet on them when they uh, hit that three. Um, who the fuck did they play? Oh, fuck, I forget. Exactly. Who knows who Lipscomb is? Fucking Lipscomb Bisons, baby. I didn't know yeah. who Lipscomb was. It's not Lipscomb. It's Lipscomb. Yeah, exactly. I, that's, how, that's how little I know about them. I don't know. How so it's Lipscomb. Lipscomb. Yeah. It's like lip and scum. I cannot wait to like fucking win, and then I'm coming back on the next podcast, and for an hour, all I'm doing is shitting on all you guys. There's gonna be I new Mike. Who is? I can't wait till they lose, and everyone expected it, and they're like, "Wow, you just costed us ten followers on." Yeah, I can't wait. I can't wait till they lose by like twenty nine. We lose thirty five followers. This this pen flavor has been really good, by the way. Think about it on the other. Think about it on the other side. If they win. Millie looks like a fucking genius. That's got to be our, ble- our bleacher bloopers right there instead of who the fuck is that guy. Because that was fucking hilarious. That whole who the that. fuck is this? 